how uh, have you been? Looks like you've been uh, hustling quite a bit. Yeah, I've been pretty busy. Um, you know, I'm doing the flipping stuff on the side, but um, I, you know, I'm working here every day trying to get things going. How are things? Uh, how have things gone in the last like month or so? Um, well, here at the company, it's. I mean, it's. It's hard when you you have a bunch of new goals and trying to like kickstart new growth with people who've been here and and they um, they're so used to it being done the same way or or they're used to it being done a certain way for so long and it's easy to get buy-in from a lot of um, people from up top you know yeah my, my mom gets it you know the office staff gets it but then you have some of the kitchen staff that kind of get grumpy. Yep, the hardest thing uh, with anything is the change. No one, no one likes change, and it's you're used to that every day. It's it's tough. So once you can get past it, yeah, things will definitely be a lot smoother sailing. Yeah, so I, I just hired a couple new people that, you know, right off the bat, it's easy to get them, you know, get some buy-in from them as far as where the company's headed and yeah. how they a value add to the company when it comes to that. Yeah, so. it's almost like a restructure. Like kind of, yeah, if you're not on board. You kind of have to, eh, sorry. <laughs> it's yeah. Not gonna... yeah. You have to make the decision whether you're ready for that kind of change. And if, if you see yourself as being an asset for the company moving forward. Yep. So that's what I'm doing. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. Can you see my screen? I can. Okay. So basically in, in your Facebook account right now, um, kind of just want to go over the types of targeting and then the messaging that has been kind of built out, get your thoughts, feedback, and then we can maybe hit the drawing boards again and yeah. um, based off of your feedback. Yeah. And I've, I've been mulling it over as well, just kind of digging into Facebook ads and cause you know, service-based businesses that are pure services or not, we're as close to a pure service as you could probably get um, versus a product is a lot oh, yeah. different. Now, there's not, a, there's not necessarily marketing funnels with the catering business because you just can't automate some of that yeah no it I totally hear you it's funny because it's uh the word funnels has just been coming up so much <laughs> well i think people are just so obsessed with funnels lately and i am so not <laughs> i think you know, i'm a human funnel in a way where people come and i can get them farther down that that proverbial funnel but um, yeah. that's through just talking with someone on the phone or, or messaging. I just added like Facebook messenger to the website and stuff like that. So nice. anyway, cool. So really there's two different types of uh, targeting that, that we put in here. So one is going to be the event planner, event coordinator, um, someone that would be, you know, logistically going through the, the setup of an event. Sure. Um, but also small business owners, business owners, um, those two types of segments. And so this is kind of a brief overview of all the different targeting parameters that we have in place. So as you can see, the small business owner, the business owner. So is uh, this just one, um, is this showing us the ad set? Yes. Yeah, so right now, let me confirm. So yeah, this is the ad set. So once we would basically break these out. This, there'd be two different ad sets. One would be the event planners, coordinators and stuff. And then one would be the small business owners, CEOs. Um, and it's just so that we can message them a little bit differently. 
Um, I know 18 is far too young. I know that for sure. I can tell you that. What do you have? Uh, would you say about 25 maybe? I think for our ideal customer, you know, if I were to create a customer profile or multiple, it would probably start at 25 for, for the meaningful leads at least. No, that makes sense. And then as old as 55 or is that a little bit older than? You know, honestly, you have mothers and coming yeah. in and booking for their, for their sons and daughters for their weddings. So it can go as high as I would say 65. Um, but it, it runs yeah, the game. I mean, you could have, well, yeah, because you could have, yeah, just the grandparents reaching out or something like that. Right. So when we're putting, when we're developing an ad set that's, let's say, 25 to 65, is that just what all the ads in that ad set are going to be targeting? Yes. Yeah, so there's a couple different ways that we can split it up. Like we could take the same targeting parameters and target 25 to 35 message them a certain way and create a new ad set and then go 35 to 55. And essentially it's, it's any new audience that you want to target or message them differently. We'll just create a whole new ad set. And then it's up to us to determine what those parameters are. Is it the age? Is it, you know, men versus women? Yeah. I think for us, it's going to be mostly interest-based and just demos like business owners. Cause right now I want to be running a lot of campaigns pretty heavy for Christmas parties and, you know, employee appreciation dinners and all that good stuff. So, you know, that might be, that's definitely a different demo than a 25 to 55 for weddings. Oh yeah. Yep. And so kind of, yeah, we have the, the, the actual demo of the small business owner, business owner, and then going to the interest. So these are people that are interested in CEO world magazine, interested in the, their city's chamber of commerce, um, employee monitoring software. I mean, if you're looking at how to monitor employees, chances are you're a decision maker. Um, entrepreneur magazine, basically anything that a business owner or someone higher up would have interest in. Yeah. Um, HR. Yes. LinkedIn, small business expos, management, um, all those interests. And for right now, I have the two Portland and Salem in here with a 15 mile around Portland and a 25 around Salem. And with all of this put together, we're at about 340,000 people, um, which is a good, good chunk of good chunk of people. I think um, there might be some opportunity to, to narrow it down even more, because um, to reach 340,000 people, it 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 costs some money, um, and so. You, typically want to hit like you, you want to go with a smaller audience and hit 80, 90% of that audience rather than go with a super large audience and only hit five, 10%. Just yeah. a way of being a little bit more relevant. Yeah. And you know, we're not in a massive market. I mean, when you combine all the places that we'd be willing to go, it's, it's larger, but I think our dollars are probably best spent say on Portland. Perfect. Um, and so you can break these into their own separate ad sets as well. Um, and so typically how I like to start campaigns is kind of a, a larger net. And then once we start getting data back and seeing what interests are, are engaging more, then that's when I start breaking onto different ad sets because it's 
see people waste hours and hours breaking things apart and then it's only like 10 percent actually a volume and then it's it's yeah uh, you know we're not we're not retail um yet <laughs> you know, doing amazon flips or anything like that so it's not like i can target people who visited uh you know, our landing pages or our shopping cart and added things to the shopping cart. So, you know, there's, there's a limit to what we can actually, I, I imagine, and this is just from my research, I imagine we're going to be traffic based, um, just getting people to view our content, mm -hmm. uh, maybe appointments, like we could probably do conversion campaigns to drive setting appointments, I would imagine. Yes, and that's where, so Facebook lead ads would be huge, and even LinkedIn, they just launched a new lead generation type campaign where it's, so what we could do is take this, this will be quote unquote the top of funnel, people that don't know about us, drive them to the website, if they don't call, set anything up, then we can retarget them with, hey, set up an appointment, give us a call, let's set up some time to chat, hear what your needs are, what the event looks like, da 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 da, get them to fill out the form, and then it's a lead for you. Yeah, because I mean, I imagine someone trying to plan a Christmas party for 300 people at whoever, Amazon, is just moving in next door. <laughs> so literally three Wow, months. really? Um, but they built a giant distribution warehouse thing. Um, it's huge. But if we wanted to cater their employee appreciation or a grand opening, just showing them um, or getting driving that traffic to a blog or a video series about planning a employee appreciation is going to drive revenue just because it's exposure and that's just kind of how this business works you know I'm trying to combine um, data-driven ads with the creative world of uh, relationship-based sales and uh, word of mouth marketing. You know, I, I see this as a tool to augment that versus someone who's selling on Amazon who's just going to automate the entire funnel. Um, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but that's what I imagine. I, I imagine we're not going to be spending a whole lot of time developing 150 different <laughs> ad sets right. when we could just reach 60,000 people who run HR departments, you know, and they're interested in uh, personal development or employee appreciation, whatever, you know, so that's, that's what I envision. And, and maybe that's just creating more lead magnets, like, um, a video series in a, in a email drip campaign that shows you how to appreciate your employees, but more. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it'd be awesome to also show, and this is what we kind of hit on as well as the appreciation, but like, if you could come up with some type of stats or data that shows like, by by catering an event once a year or something like that employees are much more engaged and so there's more efficiency which drives 10 percent more revenue over the year by blah, blah blah and so if you're a million dollar company oh cool it's an extra hundred thousand in the year and it's only gonna cost me whatever the cost is of catering i'm sure it's not gonna be a hundred grand that would be awesome if it was though <laughs> we'd close for the rest of the year <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, if you can if you can tie it back into a company's revenue or bottom line, it's a very, very quick way to get into a conversation. Yeah, I probably couldn't tie it directly to catering, but I can definitely do some kind of a video series about just employee appreciation in general. Yep, that could drive even if it's like 
I know Podium, I was researching some, some of Podium's uh, resources and they, What's Podium? Podium's like, a, it's reputation management, it's messaging, it's, you know, basically just connecting businesses. It's like 350 bucks a month it starts, but it's like an entire, almost like a customer service in an app, wow. you know? It allows you to connect better with your customers and they their biggest um, driver of traffic is you see a six percent boost most of our clients see a six percent boost to their bottom line just by using podium which isn't a huge percentage but for a 10 million dollar company that's huge it's big percent is big i mean if you can yeah if you can improve six percent every yeah so if you get a one percent imp improvement in efficiency because you threw in a, an employee appreciation event for them at the end of the year, then who's not going to do that? Exactly. So you, so I can, I can do some more research into that data. Um, I did pick up some video production equipment. I don't have my own video person yet. You're ahead of me on that one. <laughs> um, but I do have the ability to film that stuff and it's probably going to have to be um, selfie style blogs for now. Um, but it resonate really well. I mean, yeah. and I could do, I can set up the camera on a tripod and do some cool interviews and, you know, interview coordinators and all kinds of stuff. So that stuff is coming down the pipeline. I just want to get, I'm trying to wrap my head around the Facebook ads so that when I start developing those assets, I have something to target against. Yeah. And the best way to do it is once you start launching it. And if we start every other week or something just coming together and looking the data together you can yeah. see what's working what what is what creative is resonating with what audience and then that can help give you ideas on hey i need to do more of this less of this yeah uh, once you start getting the data back then it'll it'll help with that uh coming up with content creation and just ideas on what, what yeah and i did a lot of research into gary v's kind of pillar content filtered down to micro content and then you know more micro content from audience insights so i'm trying to use that model because it's the easiest way for me to kind of understand it mm -hmm. yeah so. you know, it's, it's, are you talking about the the one he shared on linkedin yeah yeah well, that was good yeah i really liked it and it, it's i've always thought that way but i've never seen it on on paper you know yeah so seeing it like laid out like that really made sense because i can develop a podcast or i could do like uh a reality show about catering and it's only lives on IGTV, you know, yeah. or only lives on, you know, I do a two minute, 20 second um, reality show for Twitter once a day. I mean, all kinds of cool stuff. So. Yeah. Are you, are you starting that? Cause I saw you mentioned something, I think it was on Twitter. You mentioned something about starting some reality. I want to, cause I think I've always thought a reality show for catering. This is something my mom wanted to do a long time ago. Uh, in fact, we pitched it to Bravo, funny story, um, because our life is just insane. And in a way that we don't welcome it, it just happens. Um, and I think it really is driven from catering and living in a kitchen. So yeah, I'm trying to develop that stuff. And I think Twitter is a good spot to start because it's so short form. Yeah. No, I agree. And so when it comes to the actual creative, I mean, as you can see, the CEO, um, really what we did is just, it's not coming out. Oh, there it is. Computer slows down big time once, uh, start doing video chats, but basically the image is the only thing that's different between all these different creative. 
but essentially it's speaking to the employees, prospects, improve the meeting attendance, like all these speak to the, um, you know, the efficiency and bringing in the bottom line. If you're keeping employees happy, if prospects are happy. Um, but I think going back to, we don't need tons of different ad sets. I think this is where the opportunity is, is, is in the creative and coming up with different copy messaging and, and imagery. So you're thinking split testing the creative versus the ad set. Yeah. I mean, we'll split the ad set between CEO and then event coordinator. So at least we can keep that messaging in line, but really just two, maybe three ad sets. So I wonder if we could have an ad set for people who had a change in, can you target people who just recently got engaged or yes. Okay. You have, cause I know there's life based like changes in, in, like life events that happen and I yes. think you target against that. So I haven't actually done research on it, but maybe yeah, we have an ad set can, for just people who got engaged or. Yeah, and you can do it based off a time frame, like got engaged four months ago or three months ago or just got engaged. And so you can set up time frames. I kind of yeah. stayed away from that because you mentioned more of the business side of things. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I, yeah. I, think, I think having a handful of ad sets that I can just siphon off of. So a lot of business um, and there's some other ones that we could do like wine centric stuff, but I think having a couple for weddings would be important because there's not a whole lot of targeting for weddings in my opinion. I think getting engaged, um, I mean, that's probably the biggest one. Yeah, there's getting engaged there. Uh, there are a couple like wedding dresses, wedding dresses, wedding rings. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So maybe we just have a couple, uh, a handful of ad sets for that that I can tap into. Yeah, and I can build a couple out. And uh, yeah, that way you can basically just turn it on and it, it, it start running. But I think with all this, it's like, yeah, there's tons of targeting. But at the end of the day, what it comes down to is what you're saying to everyone. And oh, that's true. Totally. Yeah. I get that. Man, those pictures look good. I I do so good. I'm so good. <laughs> yeah, no, they're 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 really good. I like this one a lot. That's one of my favorites. Is it? Yeah, no, I like that one a lot. Um, that's a good one too. Yeah, no, really good colors, really good imagery for sure. Yeah, and I once I get videos on board, we'll we'll be rocking and rolling. Were you able to figure out, I can't remember, figure out the tag manager? Yeah, I think we got it working. Oh, that was a while ago. Yeah. I'm looking right now. Oh, I like the chat feature. Just did that yesterday. That's, that's the Facebook uh, messenger. Uh -huh. I like it because then I can chat with someone right away if they have a quick answer or a quick question. So yeah. So that one's still there, the one that was red. That one didn't have any, uh, what's it called? I don't know, I think that, do you still have that plugin going? I didn't think I did, but I can check. I can, I guess I can check and while you're on the phone, I can always go, uh, text you. Yeah. 
but I think the other ones are working. Yeah, no, I just saw it. Oh, and actually, they just moved. Man, this is the fifth time this meeting has been moved. So I'm good until four. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So let me. I always feel like I'm forgetting stuff when I'm trying to rush through something. <laughs> yep. So did you have a timeline on when you were probably wanting to, to launch? Yesterday. Because I mean, yeah, because I mean, we could, now that you've kind of seen the messaging and stuff, we can work on a couple different, if you want to send over images, um, we can work on the copy as well. Yeah, I think, um, I definitely want to start with single image. I also like the idea, I've seen some pretty creative slideshow ads, um, which I kind of like the idea of for like quick succession slideshows um, that are just food centric. Yeah. Hold on no, one second. Um, we factor, factor 15, 15 shrimp. Or 15 pounds instead of the 20 asked for, that would give each person four shrimp. Yeah, that's fine. That's not the I thought I went high on the minimum. Okay, all right. Um, and I did the vegans. Okay. I said, I'm just, just gonna do it. Okay. It was Thanks. harder to think about having something, you know what I mean? Appreciate it. Bye, everyone. All right, man. Bye, So here's the last 30 days. These are the top pages that people are going to. The homepage, you got a lot of people going to the menu and deliverables. It's weird that catering. Well, here's the deal. I think what happens is some people almost use the website as like a qualifier. They go on, they see it, and they're like, oh, that's cool. Good looking food. Then they call us or they email us. Um, but which is even more weird because the contact page isn't visited. <laughs> we do get a lot of phone calls. Where is it on the contact? Have yeah. you thought about putting the phone number up in up top up here with a little call to action that just says give it like call us or something? Yeah. I hope that's not our website being that slow. That must be your. No, it's because of the video going. I just want to make sure because I have some work to do. <laughs> yeah, it might just be that the, I mean, the phone number's on Google. I don't know. I think a lot of people visit our menu page and then maybe they just go off and then find our number and call us. Um, or they're bouncing for some reason. I don't know why they would be. Um, bouncing off. Yeah, I wonder where you're getting the calls from. Thin air. It's probably Google. It's probably Google, maybe Facebook. Um, it could be, let's see, 
we do have some um, marketing stuff. We just belong on like Wedding Wire and The Knot, which are like two places. It's like a directory almost. You go and say, here's all the wedding vendors near you. So it's like a one-stop shop. Um, super familiar with that going through uh, our wedding. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot yeah. about that. Um, so those websites exist, and we do get some leads through them. Um, I do find that I think more wedding people, um, couples getting married. Oh, that's weird. I have a text thing on there. Like a column. Oh. Um, like all this stuff is, you know, I, I've gone back and forth. Like, do I have all this stuff on our website versus just like a really awesome display of pictures? And then people can call us to, um, talk about customizing their menus. Cause there is a lot of stuff on here. Yeah, no, there, there is quite a bit. Um, lots of good content too. But it is interesting. There's a lot of people that go to our menu pages or just our home page. It looks like that's yeah, the total great organic, good amount of organic traffic. Is this uh, monthly? Yeah, it's in the last thirty days. Okay. So two two hundred seven. See, two hundred seven people come in via organic. And these are all the other. Interesting. Instagram, Yelp, Facebook. So I, I wonder if you're getting quite a few calls from Yelp. So you're getting traffic from there. Not much though. Yeah. In my in my experience, Yelp is more for like smaller ticket items, mm -hmm. restaurants, stuff like that. So it looks like most of our calls are just coming from Google, like Google their phone number type of thing. That's yeah. my guess. Do you guys have a Google business page? Like a Google Maps listing type thing that shows up on the map? I think so. I have a, I used the API key or whatever for the website. Okay, then yeah, you do. I bet you're getting a lot of calls there. Yeah. I think with this business and what I'm what we've learned over time is just people would rather email to start a conversation but the sooner they can get on the phone or like a video chat or even like an instant messenger type thing the better because a lot of it just comes from talking things out because it's so customized oh, yeah. i mean it's it's like if you were to call an architect you know you wouldn't necessarily you'd go to their website and you see what they've done to see if their website's good you know that they're a company that cares about their you know uh, customer facing yeah. their, their image basically and if they like what they see and they see that they do a lot of business they're probably just going to call them and set up some kind of a meeting or or an appointment um, because that's when the real business kind of starts yep does that make sense yeah yep and it's pretty much doing so you drive to the website once you get them to engage it's maybe hit you up on messenger or whatever it may be, but the ultimate goal is to give you a phone call so that you guys can either set up time to meet or else have them schedule an appointment via phone or whatever it may be. But yeah, that, that one-to-one -one communication or interaction is definitely needed because it's, it, it, it is big, it's custom. It's not, it's not a 
couple clicks and you know exactly what type of event we're going to cater and stuff like that. Yeah, and that's not really what we want either. Um, you know, we want to be doing the more elaborate, higher end events that that make people want to come back. Yep. We want to be taking care of people. We don't, and that's the other thing. We don't just buy our food from a distributor. We scratch make everything we can. Um, you know, we buy local when we can, especially for the higher end um, events. You know, a lot of local farmers markets and stuff like that. So it's pretty involved. Yeah. And it's so much easier to talk to someone over the phone, and I can't ignore that. Yep. Um, do you plan on creating a page? Do you, do you plan on creating a page with, uh, that speaks to business owners or caterers on here's basically here's a 10 step process on what we do. Like you have great stuff showing the food, the menus and stuff like that. But I think it'd be great to maybe outline a process like, Hey, if you reach out, this is what you can expect. Um, here's what we'll talk about. Almost like a, it would be really cool. I, I probably wouldn't be able to do this with this template, but having almost like a illustrated, uh, some kind of animation showing you the, the walkthrough of all of it. Yeah. Um, or I could do a video and hire it out and have someone do like a cool animation or something. Yeah, no, I think that'd be great. Cause I mean, it's, it, especially with something that is a bigger ticket item, yeah. setting the expectations and showing someone the process they're going to go through. Cause that's, that's typically the biggest thing that holds people back from reaching out is like, I know it's going to be a lot. Like I, I just, I don't know. And I don't want to be unprepared. So like, if you can create that comfort and, and show them what all you guys will be discussing, discussing and, and uh, whatnot, and then just speaking to why an event coordinator should reach out to you, or why a business owner should reach out to you, or some fun facts about. Well, and that's the other thing. That's one of my goals was with trying to transition the company to a media-forward company. So, I really think service-based businesses um, benefit most out of everybody in the entire world. I think service-based businesses benefit most from being really media heavy um, podcasts. Well, you should know, I mean, um, podcasts, YouTube channel, IGTV, um, anything just to humanize it, but also kind of break down barriers that way because you know, we're dealing a 300 person wedding person wedding is going to cost you in the ballpark of 20 to $30,000, um, depending on your budget and, and what menu you choose. Yeah. That includes linens and all that good stuff. Um, but that's not <laughs> something to just say, oh, that's easy. You know, that's a lot of money. Yeah, it's not like, hey, I need a new pair of socks. Here's five bucks. I got I mean, that'd be so easy. If I was selling socks, I wouldn't be talking to you, and I'd be a millionaire by now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just, it's so easy to go on and Google, you know, how to run Facebook traffic and then retarget based on who left your, you know, abandoned carts and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, you can automate the crap out of that versus us where, you know, the, the traffic is just driving you to the top of the funnel. I mean, the start of this long road of potentially months or years of planning. Yeah. And even to your point, if it's something that like is going to cost 20, 25 K, 
they're going to want to talk to someone and then be trustworthy. And so creating that one-to-one -one engagement, that actual FaceTime is, I mean, it's, that to me, I think that pretty much has to happen in order to yeah. make Short of like doing a lunch for a local business, um, you know, and I'm actually toying with spinning off a business, which I know sounds insane, but um, spinning off another business that kind of cannibalizes a lot of our lunches um, and leaves Willoughby's to just catering the bigger events and the other business would be kind of a delivery kind of boxes but gourmet boxes that you could eat at your desk and stuff like that yeah because if people are looking for those lunches box lunches and stuff as soon as they see catering it's just they might just leave because they think it's yeah. going to be a full-blown catering event and if you could yeah, I, I see where you're going with that yeah um, so we'll keep it i mean i'm going to keep all this on here because there are some people who say hey i've, I've got 30 people and i want it to be a little more a little more elevated than a box lunch um so we'll keep those but there may come a time when we stop running traffic to that and I, I start running traffic to the other business. Um, but yeah, I think I could definitely have a tab. I, the other thing, and I know this is throwing a lot at you, but I'm going to try to open up kind of a new section of the catering business. And it's going to be right now, I'm just calling it borrow one of our chefs. So we're going to do like bespoke, um, food experiences where you can literally work with one of our chefs for the whole day. They design the menu, you go shopping with them, they cook it in front of you. So like very high end type of thing for people who want that, especially because we're so close to wine country. <clears throat> so is that gonna be geared towards people that are trying to become a chef or what is the? No, that's more people who are maybe staying in wine country. Uh, they gotcha. Airbnb it at a vineyard or, yeah so you can literally have a chef a personal chef for two days you know um because i've actually gotten a lot of response when i've been kind of doing some early validation with some of the people i know um you know there's there's more money floating around oregon wine country than i think anybody imagines <laughs> yeah yeah especially right now i mean everything is everything is good right now economic wise and there's a lot of floating out there. Yeah. Well, we have a lot of Californians moving up here. Um, just because the real estate up here is good. It's a good investment. Mm -hmm. uh, they're moving up here. So. Sweet. So did you want us to maybe work on the coffee a little bit more? Were you comfortable with getting those going? Or I guess what are your thoughts and what – you want to see in terms of a timeline process to uh to get those ads going yeah so i want to be as targeted as possible um resources get limited in the winter hopefully this is the last winter we have to worry about such a tight budget um but i would almost like to do something where okay we want to go after christmas parties let's say which is kind of what i want to go after um we can then say, okay, I'm going to write a blog and do a short video series. And I could do that literally tomorrow. I can spend all day tomorrow doing a short video series and a blog all about Christmas parties, employee appreciation. Um, and I would like to start an ad set, maybe just targeting that. Okay. And then build some ads in there, run those, 
because I know that it's going to be a smaller audience, which means our cost per click is going to be a lot lower, hopefully. Um, and maybe just run it to booking appointments or running it to phone calls or emails. Um, that way we're not just saying here or a bunch of lunches, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, uh, that, yeah, that makes sense. So to start, definitely want to do the, the holiday type of holiday, yeah. holiday party. Yeah. I think that's what I want to target now because that's going to be some pretty meaningful data. Um, I think because then we could say, okay, these are the people making the decisions. So then we can come springtime, we could run ads against those decision makers for different types of events. Yeah. And do you still, would you feel comfortable hitting the event planners as well? We can just update the copy to say, are you planning a holiday event or holiday? I think so. Okay. I think event planners and then the decision makers within HR or small business owners. Um, those are probably the two we want to hit because the event planners are going to be contacted at some point. It's prime engagement season anyway. So even if an event planner who plans weddings and corporate parties sees an ad for a corporate party, they may still put us on a, their, you know, mental list for weddings next summer. Yep. So I, I think that's the best um, dollar spent is just driving business for corporate parties for now. Um, against event planners and um, decision makers within businesses. Perfect. So maybe what we could do, and of course this is all at your discretion, but maybe we could build an ad set for those and then I can work on the creative tomorrow, bang out a bunch of videos, bang out a cool blog, maybe an infographic. Um, yeah, that'd be perfect. So basically, the video, the images, and the copy are the biggest thing. And then what is the landing page going to look like? And that'll kind of help form everything. That's a great question. And maybe this is something you could guide me on because I don't know how deep I want to get into having landing pages um, for this necessarily, unless you think it would be important for me to have a one-off landing page through um, some of the, some third party. No, I mean, yeah, you can just create a single page that we would just land people on within your website. So like you already okay. have a blog. So it's basically, what is the blog page going to, what's the content going to be about? What is it? So are you thinking I can create a separate page, uh, one off landing page on the website that you can't necessarily link to from a tab or anything? Yeah, you could do that or, so what type of, you mentioned a blog in a video series, what, what, what would the blog be about? Well, I'd probably center it around like what we talked about, um, the benefits of like a Christmas party slash employee appreciation, um, why companies do it, maybe the history of them, you know, just to get people to buy into the, the idea of a Christmas party, um, especially the economy is doing well. I'm sure companies have more money in their coffers to, to um, host these events. You know. Yep. So I mean, you could just land people right on that blog page, and then set up calls to action that say, like, what you see. Give us a call. Set up an appointment. Whatever we want to message. But essentially, you give the value, and then near the bottom, it's, hey, let's set up a call or whatever it may be. And then what we can do from a retargeting standpoint is 
the people that we drive to this page that don't give you a call, that don't click on the messenger, we can retarget them with the lead ads and say, let's schedule an appointment or whatever we want to do. But basically it's let's drive, let's drive them to a valuable page where they're going to get value. If they call awesome. But if not, we can retarget those people and try and get them to then do the action. So then the copy would be more along the lines with reach out, let's set up an appointment rather than here are 13 reasons why you should throw a party or something like that. And that's kind of how you'd be using the, People like video a lot more than they like reading. That's for sure. Well, and here's the deal. I, I think it's just the amount of stuff that I have to do in the day. But I would rather, you know, uh, I know Gary Vee does this. And I know some other people I follow do this too. They'll create a video or, or a podcast and then transcribe it to a blog. Uh, which is more appealing to me because it's hard for me to sit down and then write a blog from scratch. It's a lot easier for me to kind of sketch out what a video needs to be about and then kind of freeform move from topic to topic. Yeah. Which then become a blog later on. Uh, you know, and maybe I use Quora to get some questions about employee parties and stuff like that. That would be an awesome place. I, I, that's, that is an area that I'm trying to yeah, produce content around, but to your point, I mean, that's pretty much all we're doing is like, we're not, so all these different, like when we're doing the podcast and stuff, it's not like we're trying to, all right, we, we have this podcast. Now let's think of what blog we want to write. All we're doing is yeah. Transcribing or just, I have a copywriter that's summarizing it and it's like, yeah. So it's, you're not having to try and produce two different pieces of content. You're kind of repurposing one and it's just efficient. Yeah. It's also, you can embellish on, on certain topics that are more native to writing as well. You know, like, I just think I, I'm more articulate when I'm on video or talking with someone than I am when I'm writing because I think I go into editing mode in my brain. Yep. So I'll be writing, writing, writing. Oh, that sounds like crap. Writing, <laughs> that's stupid. You know, and then in the end, it just sounds like a college paper. Yep, yep. <laughs> so I would rather do a video or, a, or an audio, like a podcast episode, or like a mini podcast series all around corporate Christmas parties and employee appreciation, that then gets lives somewhere. I could have a podcast page on our on our website. Maybe that's where it lives. But uh, that's I guess what my mind is. That's where my mind goes right away is video, audio, and then blog gets produced as a result of that. Yep. Yeah, because you could even do the video and then just rip the audio from it, and there's your podcast. Yeah, and I could, you know, if I do a little series, like a five-part series on it, I could introduce it in a little intro video, and then I could do, like, you know, interview a corporate event planner in the second one, and then interview a local business owner who all of a sudden started doing employee Christmas parties for some reason. That would be awesome is if you can find a business owner or someone that has done it and just can literally sit down and do a, you interviewing him, record it, and there's your video, and then you have an actual business owner. So it's not just coming from you. I mean, it, it'll mean a lot coming from you. It, it'll be a lot more than not doing anything. But if you have another business owner that can actually speak to it and how it's actually improved whatever they're doing, that would also hold quite a bit of value. 
Because, I mean, you could tell a story like what made you even think about throwing a, a Christmas party or whatever party, and then what was it like leading up to it? So then you're giving insight into the process and all the things that come up as you're planning for it, and then you can get into how you guys execute, and then the wrap-up and how it actually improved whatever metrics they want to come up with. But now that, that gives – you can cut that up into a couple different sections where now you, you have the process, like we mentioned, um, that – you know, here's some common questions. Like you could cut that up into a good five to 10 different pieces of content. Yeah, I think I could do that. I think I could do me and then maybe my mom and I, Susan, the event coordinator, and then Susan, we actually work together, Susan, the event planner, and our company on a Christmas party that we've always really enjoyed for a local car dealership. And the owner is quite a character. <laughs> <laughs> and that's and, even better. Well, and he, he, um, he puts on one of the coolest Christmas parties for his employees. There's booze and desserts and great food. And he actually produces a video each year that he then plays for the employees at the Christmas party. So it's like a year-end wrap-up. That's so cool. like an office-style mockumentary every year. And they have cool it's kind of what i want like i mean this might be a year or two down the road but that's kind of what i want to do for clients as we work with them is like through the year we're doing all these things you gotta get that cool it'd be cool to we're doing all these different things we're doing all this and then as like a gift to send a nice little three to five minute video that kind of wraps up our entire year together and like here are some of the conversations the cool points some of the low points and might take me a little bit longer to put this video series together. I could definitely do the first two probably tomorrow. Um, I could do the one with Susan probably later in the week, and then I probably have to organize the fifth, the, the fourth one, the business owner, probably within the next week and a half. So I wonder if, if I could start running traffic to at least just one of the videos. Yeah, no, you totally can. So I mean, you can always change and update and build upon the, the the biggest thing that keeps people from growing is it's always like oh well, it, we just need this do this next thing and then we'll line and then it's like oh well now I see that like, it's just like just get it to market and then you can build upon as you're going um, the opportunity cost of not. Yeah. Uh, at least now until I can get a more robust website. Yeah. Well, you could even take the YouTube link and embed the video on the website so you're not even using the server and all that stuff and it doesn't slow down the site. So I wonder if I should drive traffic to the page on the website or if I should drive traffic to the YouTube link, which then has a call to action to go back to the website. I feel like that's a lot. Yeah, it is a lot of moving, and it's if they get to the page, they're going to see the videos anyway. So basically you're just creating more friction to go from here then to here to get the value rather than just send them right there where they're going to get the content anyways. And then, then they're on your page. You can Now you have them pixeled. Um, you can retarget them and all that stuff. The website is so valuable in that aspect, just getting people there so you can build up audiences and kind of where my gut said to go, I'm just curious, but I wonder if 
I made it as a playlist in YouTube, which makes the most sense to me, um, would I then just link the playlist and then it would just kind of... Gotcha. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'm trying to, yeah, maybe, I mean, we have a, we have great direction. Maybe let's, let's think through that and see, do we want to have maybe part one, part two, part three, but then that makes long form on the website or if there's a way that we can embed the actual playlist or should we just drive to the playlist and we could always split test it a little bit, spend a little bit of money and send them over to the YouTube uh, playlist and see, are they engaging? What does that look like? Is it, are they then coming back and, engaging yeah okay so then i think that'll be my homework then i'll do a little video series i won't actually write the blog until the video series is done because that gives me just one thing to focus on yep create these four videos and then um, i can then derive images of blog as micro content from those videos perfect and then That is perfect. No, that's perfect. It's, it, it, yeah. Or, or just start a really podcast. Well, you could start it with, that could lead it, just rip the audio from it, and that's like. And that could be the first four episodes. Yep. And then go from there. Yep, now you're already four episodes in. Yep, and then as we launch it, we'll get findings and what all's going on, and then that that'll just spark other ideas, and maybe we should try this, and then a strategy strategy will start getting built around it, and then we can just continue to expand upon it. But yeah, it's. I do, do want to keep in mind as I move forward is I think I do want to have at least one campaign targeting lunches, uh, just running on, on an ongoing basis, just to keep people informed. Uh, yep. Because those are good little money makers throughout the week. So maybe put the the minimal amount of effort into it by just targeting a couple ads to lunches for your next meeting or mm-hmm. you know corporate party. That's just always running in the background. That's getting a hefty amount of traffic. Um, and it really my only goal would be to drive people to either the menu page or the contact page from that. Perfect. Yeah. And maybe that could be the slideshow, just an images, image slideshow. Yeah. Different food items. No, I like that a lot. All the different types of lunches that you guys would offer. Right. If you can, if you can outline the different lunch, pa- I don't know what you call them. Are they, are they like packages? Like you have package one that comes with decent, like. Not really. I mean, our menu just says, here's this lunch. Uh, it gets kind of convoluted, so I almost think it'd be better to just have single images of the okay. food that's done. Perfect. And maybe, have, uh, maybe a text overlay, a little bit of, I know there's a 20% rule, but a little bit of a text overlay that says, you know, lunch is catered, gourmet at your desk, blah, blah, blah. Yep. Yeah, and we could do that with a copy as well, and the headline and, and all that stuff, where you don't have that 20% rule. Yeah. Okay, well... Um, then that's what we'll do. We'll have a couple different ad sets, one for lunches that's just going to go, and then one that's targeting hopefully the people who 
drive traffic to these, this content, and then we can just worry about retargeting later. Yep. And I don't think you had the retargeting pixel set up, do you? I thought I did it, but I don't know. Okay. Well, now the tag manager's working, and, and I have access to that. I mean, I, could, I, I have access to everything I need to get that implemented, so I'll check, and if it's not, I can get that going for you. I embedded something. <laughs> Maybe it's a Trojan horse. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I appreciate um, you taking the time, and I'm grateful to your next phone call for pushing it. Oh, <laughs> not a problem. Uh, do you want, do you think, uh, this time next week would be good to touch base again or maybe end a week or when, when do you think, is it probably best to touch base once you have the content either close to done or finished? So yeah, um, I'll have a better idea tomorrow, like what my schedule is going to look like. And if I say, Oh, I can bang it all out Wednesday short of one video then we could definitely touch base over the weekend. Okay, perfect. So, that's probably the best option. Cool. Yep, I'll work on those ad sets and then updating some of the ads and the copies so you can kind of get an idea of the mindset there. And then, yeah, let's touch base and cool. start bringing everything together. Okie dokie. Well, don't work too hard. <laughs> nah, the work is fun. All right, man. We'll appreciate your time. It was good connecting, and, and yeah, look forward to getting the ball rolling and, and seeing what we can do.